At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMM LP operating at Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It is The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Spunhouse. How is it going, guys? Really good, man. Really great. Yeah, it's great. Thank you guys for, uh, for, for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, do you want to, first of all, just go around and introduce yourselves? Um, there is only one microphone I can see, so um, if you'd like to lean in to that microphone. Oh, there's some mics behind. Thank you, Bob. Uh, yeah, so if you want to go around and teach yourself. Cool. Uh, I'm Jack Karen. Uh, I'm Jake Paskus. I'm John Humes. And that's Jeff Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All the J's. I like it. Um, well, we usually kick it off with a song. So would you like to uh, introduce this song and tell us maybe a little bit of background about it and then take it away? Cool. Yeah. So this first song is called Sam's Good News. Uh, I was out camping in southern Vermont. Uh, spending some time in the woods, really having just a real spiritual experience with that. And I, uh, on the way back, I picked up a newspaper, and the local paper was called Sam's Good News. And I thought, if that isn't the name of a song, then this story wouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, take it away. Sam's Good News. Forever 
Sam's Good News by Spunhouse there. Obviously, that was great, guys. Thanks, um, man, thank you. So, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I could not find a lot about you online. So, this is going to be a pretty fresh interview. Uh, what I did find is you guys have been together for about a year. Is that about right? Um, with this lineup, actually, yeah. Spunhouse has been around for about three years now. Okay. Um, our first guitarist is no longer playing with us. He moved away, and then our first and second drummer moved away, but... Now, it's pretty much just been a rotating lineup of who we hang out with as friends, and because when we hang out, we play music, so this is Spunhouse now. Nice, nice. And has it always been uh, four members, or has it kind of fluctuated up and down? It was five, five for a while. Yeah, there was a keyboardist. Yeah, okay. and we've had a lot of different instruments sit in at different points, too, for a lot of shows. But Jeff actually played mandolin with us for yeah, a while. Yeah, he's a great mandolin player. Back we had another drummer. Oh, Nice. Um, so plans to add more or take any anyone away or is it kind of just the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know how to tell him thanks for segueing oh, wait, that for it's, us it's what I'm here for uh, I'm great at firing musicians uh, <laughs> um, so it's been around for about three years this situation for about a year now um, and uh, how did you guys meet all in the first place? You said it's kind of like who you hang around with, but, you know, where did this friendship group originate from? Well, I lived with Jack freshman year of college, which was uh, a great time. And then uh, we kind of parted ways a little bit. And then about a year later, I woke up one morning with band practice at 3 p.m. written on my arm. <laughs> so I showed up to my friend, my new friend Connor's room, and we started Spunhouse that next day. And this is what we've been doing since. You're lucky that that was uh, real instructions rather than a hilarious prank. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> 
Yeah, in a big way, we sort of formed because when we first got to college, we just hung out with everyone that wanted to jam and we would jam all the time. And then eventually, uh, the most talented members of that jam group were like, we're going to be a band now. And they were, they're were they called Seed. They still play. And so it was kind of us left over that still like oh. jamming. And then after a while, we're like, hey, man, like let's just let's come up with a name and like write a song or something. Like Let's keep doing this. Because it had just been a group of people to play with and we were like well if they can play shows we can play shows let's make a band are, are you guys like rivals now or is there is there some animosity between <laughs> between the two groups yeah we're all still friends <laughs> we, yeah we play shows at their house a lot and so no more like openers <laughs> okay and um i do see you play uh, a fair amount around town um have you guys got any big plans for the summer what's uh what do you guys look like in terms of booking at the moment uh, right now, I think the next thing we have on our plate is uh, all the bands at St. Mike's are putting together a Grateful Dead set uh, that we're going to play, each take like three, four songs, do some like collaboration here and there with the other bands and the members all playing different times, but that'll be really cool. And then uh, Battle of the Bands for Planned Parenthood as well. Uh, we're doing Battle of the Bands for Planned Parenthood, I believe the 4th of April, right? Or are we the 5th? We're the 4th. We're the 4th. No, we're not. We're the 5th. Okay, okay the 5th at Monkey House. <laughs> all proceeds go to Planned Parenthood and winners get a slot in the Waking Windows so if we win that by some miracle <laughs> we're, uh, we're going to play Waking Windows oh wonderful well we uh, we do love Waking Windows here we've um, had Perry in a couple of times and um, we've had a few bands that are going to be playing uh, that gig so do wish you guys the best of luck because I mean I love Waking Windows it's a great showcase of local talent in Burlington um, do you, are you guys planning on going regardless? Um, well yeah, definitely. There's so many good bands. Yeah, yeah, of course. We live, uh, I mean, we go to St. Mike's, so it's walk down the hill, which okay. is awesome. So we can just hoof it down in the morning and see music all day. It's just not something. I mean, even if it gets sold out, we'll still probably sit outside and listen. <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's so awesome. Right. It's uh, it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant showcase of Burlington talent. Um, and St. Mike's, we've had quite a few bands uh, come in to, to the studio from St. Mike's. Is it a relatively musical college? Is there something? For sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, there's like, right now we have like at least four active like on-campus bands and we've had a lot of ones in the past that have gotten really popular in the Burlington local scene like Cosmosis Jones and Seven Leaves. Mm -hmm. And also like it was what attracted me to the college in the first place. I actually went to a different school my freshman year and uh, like I knew St. Mike's had Turtle Underground which was, mm -hmm. you know, all the bands in like one kind of one group mind and I had gone to a school that didn't have any kind of on-campus music at all so like I find it to be really mind-blowing how much people really care about playing music and like starting shows and everything jamming. Do you think it's a, a St. Mike's kind of mentality or, or does, do you find this across all the universities around Vermont? Uh, I think the DIY scene across the board is really strong. There's a lot of awesome bands out of Champlain right now, and a lot of our good friends playing bands at UVM. I think that something that's a little different about the St. Mike's scene is because we're not in that Burlington area, we're sort of isolated on our own little island, that we get to know each other, I think, a lot better than is really possible when you have a city where yeah. there's all these people living in. So, you know, the campus is only so big, you're going to hear the music if people are playing music half the time, so you can sh show up where it is. And uh, we've gotten really close to all those other bands. We all like lend each other equipment, and usually half the crowds at our shows are our friends in bands. So mm -hmm. we go see them, they go see us, and there's a lot of cool like uh, collaboration that goes on there. 
Now, I, was it is it called Turtle City? Sorry, did I get that? Turtle right? Underground. Turtle Underground. I I did hear that that is uh, that kind of got shut down and then kind of got brought back again in a new iteration. How's that going now? This is a few months ago that I heard about this. Yeah. Um. So the original space for Turtle Underground, that building is no longer in use by the college. So that was kind of rough to lose that. There were so many great memories there, and we had such a great environment and community that formed around that space. But the club never really wavered we've still been around and playing music since then we were given a new spot in the student center that we've made some great shows happen in uh but this coming year we're moving to a, an even cooler space out by the townhouses in this kind of uh like floor-to-ceiling window middle foyer in the middle of nowhere yeah kind of looks <laughs> like a greenhouse <laughs> almost too but foyer. so that'll be cool uh us, we're leaving, so we won't be there to see it, but John will I be able to be. take uh, advantage around. of that and make that a really cool space as well. But yeah, Turtle turtle uh, in the spirit has never never wavered, right. luckily. And John, are you, are you looking to find another band to kind of jam out with once uh, these guys have all left? Yeah, I'm actually uh, kind of already working with a, a, couple of diff- a couple of guys who I think we're going to do some pretty cool stuff, probably a little bit more like progressive rock mm-hmm. angling than the stuff that Spawnhouse plays, but it should be really fun. I'll be around. <laughs> All right. Well, sure. be sure to come back in again when you've got uh, yeah, th- those bands kind of sorted. Um, I think it's about time for another song. So, uh, yeah, if you'd like to uh, introduce it once again. Uh, this next song we wrote with our original guitarist. Um, it was the first song we ever wrote, so it's pretty uh, sentimental to us and most of our friends and fans <laughs> who come. We play it about every time, so <laughs> they definitely know it by now. Uh, it's called the Futon Song, and it's about this couch that Jack still has after a few years now. <laughs> it's very gross. What What are those futons that everyone slept on? Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> nobody should have because it's just mystery sub. Like all of it's just you wouldn't trust it, but it's the best because it's. I don't know. It's symbolic of everyone being like, ah, well, I mean, I need a place to sleep, so it, it'll do. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, take it away. Some fun in. If you'd like to keep up with me, I suggest you get to running off and stunted while I'm hanging around or jumping with the spunions. While I'm bumping, my eyes look like I've been cutting up an onion or I'm squinting. I'm bumming cigarettes in front and hugging all the drunkards like their family or something. All the fluffheads love it when I drop a little dump just to go and then run it with the bass line thumping and then oh no. Well, now we're all a little spunky. I've gotta work up in the morning so it's over I'll be hung and all I need is a little seed and a cigarette to bum And I'll be fine to do it all again tomorrow night like nothing And I know all my friends are passed out on my couch All of our good times are close to round now I've still got this smile on my face I may not be able to move right now But at least I found my place 
We just rolled us up a doobie If you wanna come over and light it I We'll join the revolution We'll run and start a riot If you come at us to try to tell us That we should play our music quiet I don't buy it But if you need the vibe then we'll supply it I've been living in my kitchen now And jam has been my diet Are we not getting all the energy you see inside But I'm still far too high and tired To be seen between my eyelids And I know all my friends are passed out on my couch a sour patch lose it to the music and poof go let the hours pass all my friends are passed out on my couch 
may not be able to move right now But at least I found my place Alright, Spunhouse there with a futon song um, so, as a jam band, uh, how does the, the creation of a song kind of uh, come about? Because, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of other musicians, they'll go away and they'll, they'll write something and they'll kind of bring it to the group, whereas as a jam band, do you kind of just jam and then the, the words come naturally? How does this work? Um, so, they all kind of come about a little differently. Like with Futon Song, uh, me and my friend Connor, who we started this band with Jake, uh, we had just been jamming on this similar-ish progression for a while, and then he was like, that could be a song. And I was like, you may be right, it could be a song. Like, what, what would the song be about? And we were sitting on a futon, <laughs> and he looked down, and he's like, it could be about a futon. I was like, it could be about a futon. <laughs> so that one came about like there, and then a lot of them are, I write out words, but I'm not as good at writing the music, so I'll write a bunch of words out and be like, what, is, what do you think this would feel like as far as the music goes? And then these guys will be like, this is that. Because <laughs> it makes more sense to them, I think, a lot of the time. Yeah, and I would say like when we're jamming too, like during a song, I haven't had too much input on like the actual writing of the songs because I kind of joined when a lot of them were established, and we learned like one song I had written a while ago, but we haven't taught it to Jeff yet. So, um, but I so I kind of take like a bigger role in like creative input with like the jams, and we kind of just like um, got go for like variation of dynamics and everything to make it like interesting while still like staying on the same chords, and like I think it's almost like a testament to like a band's talent to be able to make four chords interesting for five plus minutes we'd love to be able to do that someday <laughs> I, agree. I concur yeah I play the drums <laughs> <laughs> see alright you talked man I don't want to hear it after <laughs> good input from Jeff there <laughs> um so, uh, so in general, kind of, you know, you're the, you're the lyricist on this one, and then everyone else comes together and, and crafts a song around it. Yeah, yeah, that's how some of them have come about. Um, yeah, and sometimes it's like I know with one of our songs, "Sidewalks," that was chords that I picked words to fit for it. So it really, whenever there's kind of a little click of like that could be a song, and then it's like, well, let's make the rest of the song and find out. And there's a bunch of those that we've done that with that never became songs, even though they're fully altogether they just were never like stamped with approval like there's one about uh like a family living inside a toaster and it's from the perspective of the house and the people in the toaster and it was awesome and then i don't know we just never did it <laughs> it was such a good we were so excited about it yeah yeah well maybe i forgot it though yeah that'd be cool so are most of the songs kind of whimsical and abstract like that um that one so Yes and no. Uh, the next one we're going to play starts with uh, the line, I'm not one for writing songs that ever meant a thing. Mm -hmm. So yes, we kind of a lot of times fall in with that like somewhat meaningless and kind of goofy lyrics of a jam band. That's kind of the cliche. But uh, other times it's the whole point of the song is to see how many rhymes I can come up with for similar things. So none of them are particularly substantial, uh, but sometimes the lyrics are like the song oranges and porridge was a song about how many times I could think of words that rhymes in orange. <laughs> yeah. And Jack is selling himself a bit short on the creativity there. Like we are very whimsical with the lyrics or I guess Jack is, but if you listen deep into the songs every once in a while, you're going to hear a little gold mine like oh, right geez. in there. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's great. It's great. Like, I don't even know most of the words to all the songs, and I'll just be listening while we're playing, and I'm like, wow, you really just said that? 
I had no idea. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty cool concept, especially having someone solely in creative control of lyrics, mm. which is like fine. I'm sure if anybody else came up with lyrics, he'd sing them. But mm. he's he's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hidden depths in Spunhouse. Yeah. Um. And how? So you guys are you guys are really hitting the the, the jam rock kind of genre hard. Um, what's your kind of history in terms of music? Um, have you guys ever played any other kind of, I mean, you're talking about being involved in a prog rock kind of band. So are you guys primarily in the kind of 70s, 60s kind of hippie vibes or have you guys kind of, some of you branch out and do jazz or something? I think we should just blurb a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I personally, I haven't really played in bands before coming to uh, like college coming to St. Mike's because no one I had one for a short lived (laughs) one for a while but um it was because like no one in my town really played anything Mm -hmm. I'm from Connecticut and um but I've been like listened to pretty much everything you know like punk I started with punk and Dave Grohl Foo Fighters Nirvana all that stuff Mm -hmm. and um ACDC was all you know like all the 70s classic rock and like and then I got into like Fish and Humphreys McGee and other jam bands when I was like 16 and then I've kind of since then like branched out very widely like, I listened to a ton of jazz like even a little bit of classical like mm-hmm. every you know kind of rock from 50s through today you know psychedelic 60s rock 80s hair metal everything mm-hmm. love it all cool uh, yeah I um, I've been playing in bands since I was in high school um, I'm a little older than these folks, uh, like a year older. <laughs> yeah. But I just moved up here and, and met these dudes. So I've been like, I play the mandolin mostly, um, so some bluegrass folk stuff, uh, as well as the, the indie rock kind of thing. But I love love the dead, love jamming out. So it's kind of new for me on the drums, but I'm enjoying it a lot. And and I think a jam band um, is the best way to go about your first time drumming in a band because <laughs> it's it's pretty loose and I can have a lot of fun with it. So. Right. Um, so I didn't play bass. I'm Jake. I play the bass. Uh, <laughs> I didn't play bass or guitar uh, before sophomore year of college. Really, um, I played violin for 12 years in like school bands and orchestras and whatnot. But uh, I, kind of, I always kind of wanted to be in a band. My uncle was in metal bands, so I was kind of into metal as a kid. And then I got into the jam scene coming up here. And like Jeff said, like if you're a first band, if you're looking for something. Pick a jam band because you're gonna learn your instrument and do whatever the heck you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also um, before Spunhouse, I knew open chords on acoustic guitar and I played some folk and blues music, but never really. I definitely couldn't play the guitar. I wouldn't say that. And so me and Jake uh, learned our instruments through starting a band, and we're just like it didn't matter because neither of us was better, so neither of us was pulling each other back, and eventually we just got a feel for, for jamming and figuring out where each other are going, and so we've done the Spunhouse thing, and uh, I, um, I've i been into like punk music for most of my life until I got to college, and I, I was into pump, uh, punk and like backpack rap and like just kind of like stonery, skatery music that's kind of more laid back, and then I got here and found like jam music and found the DIY punk scene and just started going to shows every week, and this is such a concentration of great musicians in one city that every night you can go and see somebody that you either have heard of or haven't heard of and they'll blow your mind so getting to see live music here is what made us or at least me yeah me and Jake want to play because it's like wow this is such a cool world that we are only a part of from this one side like we should try to make some music yeah absolutely and um talking about making music you guys got plans to to get down into the recording studio at some point 
So this is the first time anything of ours has really ever been recorded. Uh, we've been playing live shows for two and a half years now and have just never recorded anything because the whole... I have a bunch of voice memo recordings. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, we have a lot of, like, three-hour voice memo recordings from, like, house shows and, like, bar venues and clubs, but, like, nothing that we ever recorded intentionally to record. And I think part of that just came from the jam band mentality of everything we do is kind of a one-off spontaneous like it's we don't write set lists before shows even mm -hmm. if it's three four hours it, they just kind of happen and so it really just comes from a place of laziness <laughs> um, that's all it is so honestly that's way easier to just show up and play a show than it is to sit down and record something right um well um is there any other venues in town that you'd you'd like to be playing at, at this moment in time yeah so when we started the band we wanted to to play on stage at nectars one time just because of the yeah. the cultural significance but um you know we've realized over time that some of the diy stuff can be a lot more fun and so we're hoping to work with uh places like gloom garden and you know jim's basement all these cool things because that seems like where it's really at you know like mm -hmm. where you have that freedom nectars, yeah we still do want to go to nectars <laughs> but uh yeah mr nectar if you're listening uh spun house well, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately mr nectar no longer owns yeah, nectars oh well <laughs> maybe he'll want to hang out then if you're listening to this, I'm still. <laughs> um, sure he is. Well, we got about time for uh, one more song. Sweet. Um, so before you guys go, please plug whatever you've got uh, in terms of uh, social media or uh, anywhere people can catch and find out when your next uh, next gig is. Yeah, we're on Instagram at Spunhouse is just okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're also on Facebook, but that's just Spunhouse. Uh, and we're also on the sidewalk. Oh wait, you, you do have a Twitter, not very active Twitter. So our former <laughs> our former keyboard player still runs that Twitter, and no one else ever knew the password. So I wonder if he's writing like "Take me back." I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just have him be the manager. Yeah, he should be our manager. The scanager. He called himself. His name is Scan. He called himself the scanager for a while, <laughs> but that was he gave himself that title. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do that uh, St. Mike's Dead Set coming up. We're also playing at that battle for of the bands for Planet mm -hmm. Parenthood at Monkey House. And um, yeah, check out our friends' bands, No Dolphins and Seed. They're always playing around. They're awesome. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thank yeah. you guys so much for coming in. And uh, yeah, uh, best of luck to you with Battle of the Bands. And I'll either see you on stage at Waking Windows or I'll see you in the crowd. Cool, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no worries. Uh, would you like to introduce your last song? Yeah. Uh, this is Oranges and Porridge. All right. Dribbling right in the middle of a crockpot Well, I like my oranges with porridge It's a 
enormously historic Now I forage in the forest I go pick up your petunias To sell them to my florist Who dolphinately feeds them to his hungry brontosaurus Here's a porpoise Everybody love your neighbor When talking to adults Be on your best behavior Be a rock and roller Be a jock or be a raver But find the thing you love And let the rest come later Oh now turn around And find the one you love And it above and burn it down Tell your friends you love them While you can and they're around You're at home visiting your hometown Some people like apples Some make lemonade If you ask me the best recipe Is a big bowl of porridge With a slice or two of orange Stood around for seven days Some people grapple With how we all were made Some can see that our destiny Has yet to be decided So we've got to go and rest With the next dumb escapade When bishops heard the call All of the ministers were pissed at you The fifth child of the fall Walked down the hall into the vestibule While chameleons were climbing across the desert Just to find a mate Hibernate the time of day To find a little hideaway Blindly climbing sideways over diamond studded driveway You want drag my divine You cure pursue the trying day Some people like apples Some make lemonade me. The best recipe is a big bowl of porridge with a slice or two of orange turn around for seven days. Some people grapple with how we all remain. Some can see that our destiny has all yet to be designed. The next song
right, Spunhouse, guys, thank you so much once again for having coming in tonight. Really Thanks again, appreciate man. It. Thank you nice to meet you. Yeah. You two guys too. Uh, best of luck to you all. Appreciate that. Uh, next week we have got Galo Dewald and Homebrew. Uh, that's a one of five point nine. The radiator um, catches again. This has been the Rocket Shop. I am your host, Tom Proctor, and until next week, goodbye.